Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in. My name is Khalil Bilhamadi and today I would like to talk about an issue that has raised a particular interest in me as it is greatly affecting my home country of Tunisia. Uh, we will be talking about a byproduct of climate change, which is desertification. We will also closely examine the correlation between it and water and food availability, especially in Tunisia. Shortly, Dr. Uh, Rauda Dridi, an expert of climatology working for the Ministry of Agriculture, will join me to talk about the local impacts of desertification and how our country is coping with this scourge. I am thrilled to have her here on our show. First, uh, let's dive into the cause of desertification around the world and define desertification. Well, desertification is the process of reduction and degradation of dry lands, causing a great loss of uh, productivity. Uh, this cataclysm is caused none other by anthropogenic activities as well as natural processes and climate change. The list continues with overgrazing, urbanization, overdrafting of groundwater, and uh, deforestation. All problems that are exponentially uh, growing with the rise uh, in total population that is projected to be around 10 billion by the year 2050. According to UNESCO, one third of the world's land surface is threatened by desertification. Needless to say, this is a serious problem that demands a lot, a lot of our attention. But why is it so bad, you might ask? Well, for the simple reason that it will mostly affect developing countries in Africa that certainly do not have the economic means to combat desertification. However, these countries are not even contributing that much to climate change and deforestation. It's uh, the developed countries such as the United States and most of Europe they're contributing the most to desertification. At this rate, uh, the effects on the world, and especially Africa, will be disastrous. We are already seeing major changes in the lifestyles of people living in Central Africa. According to the United Nations Convention to Combat uh, Climate Change, I mean desertification, I'm sorry, the lives of 250 million people are affected uh, by desertification today. And as many as 135 million people uh, living in Africa may be displaced by desertification by the year 2045, making it one of the most severe environmental challenges facing humanity. A change in human lifestyles isn't the only threat, though. Um, Desertification will have an immense impact on food and water availability as it will make some environments uh, impossible for food growth. Uh, droughts occur regularly in desertification-affected areas and are usually a natural feature of these regions' climate. Uh, on one hand, the relationship between desertification and drought, and on the other, human influence um, is uncertain and very complex. Uh, occasional droughts due to seasonal or interannual rainfall variations and long-term extreme droughts uh, may also be triggered or excavated by man's impact on the atmosphere. Uh, so what we do, what man does is the reduction of vegetation cover, uh, albedo effect change, local uh, climate change, greenhouse effect, etc. These are all uh, byproducts of anthropogenic activities. Therefore, human activities will speed up desertification and aggravate uh, its negative effects on people. In addition, land degradation will hasten the effects uh, of drought by reducing local people's chances of experimenting tough dry periods. 
The commission's uh, joint research center found that a total area, uh, half of the size of the European Union, uh, which is 1.61 million square miles or uh, 4.18 million square kilometers, is degraded annually, uh, with Africa and Asia being the most affected. This is, of course, a byproduct of desertification. Uh, another uh, recent study found that the same level of uh, warming would result in aridification, uh, which is the drying out of up to 30% of Earth's uh, land surface. So what is being done to prevent this crisis? Uh, well, that is a very difficult question to answer because in order to fight desertification, we need to fight climate change first. And for that, we actually have come a long way. Uh, the 2015 Paris Agreement, for instance, uh, and for desertification, the United Nations Convention to Combat Desertification. Uh, we will now transition to our guest speaker today, who has a lot more knowledge about the impacts of desertification than I do. Uh, she works for the Ministry of Agriculture and has been learning about the impacts of desertification on the southern of Tunisia for the last decade. Uh, hello, Mr. Uh, Radhadridi. I have some questions for you today. So, here goes the questions. For our first question is, is this desertification a problem for the Tunisian economy? Uh, yes, certainly. For a country like Tunisia, where the economy is strongly linked to the agricultural sector and similar activities, um, as evidenced by the following figures, uh, first being the agricultural and fishing sector both contribute to both contribute ten percent of the GDP, and second being that the agricultural and fishing sectors both employ almost fourteen point five percent of the total active population, which was around five hundred and five thousand jobs in twenty eighteen. Um, this suggests that droughts, uh, as a natural phenomenon, directly impacts agricult such agricultural activities. Um, therefore being considered extreme natural uh, events or disasters, uh, which will, will, of course, pose problems, enormous problems for the Tunisian economy, whether at the level of production, um, uh, the exportation of agricultural products, or even at the job market level. Great response. Now to our second question. What are the challenges that will face our country? It's a multitude. I believe there's a multitude of challenges that um, will face our country, um, precisely due to the effects of climate change. One is uh, the succession of extreme events, such as droughts and floods and whatnot. Um, the problem of water availability and uh, the lack of uh, necessary uh, water resources, for example, in the country. This will all lead to water scarcity. Um, yeah, and also the establishment of an early warning system including committee national drought management. So the necessary uh, contingency planning and uh, crisis management that will need to be implemented as a result. Um, also identifying and resolving conflicts between the main sectors which use or consume uh, water the most. Uh, that will be a major challenge, of course, that the municipalities will face especially. And also identifying research needs and uh, filling in the gaps and flaws of institutions. That's another um, challenge that will be faced by our country. 
Okay, on to our next question, which is, are there any measures that we can take in order to slow down this desertification? There, there are definitely certain measures that we can take to slow down this drought. Um, regulatory me me measures, uh, especially at the level of the new water code, uh, that include the integration of new concepts, which also include climate change, protection of the artificial public domain, ecological waters, and such. Also, um, adopting a new resource management model, such as the Integrated Water Resources Management, IWRM, uh, which work interchangeably, and uh, the use of new technological tools for forecasting the drought, such as remote sensing, which is uh, very common nowadays. Thank you again for your great responses, uh, Mrs. Dridi. So our next question is, will this drought affect the whole country or just some governance uh, within Tunisia? I personally believe that the um, phenomenon of desertification is advancing rapidly um, and it will soon reach the north of Tunisia. So yes, it will affect the whole country in some way, um, in both the short term and long term. However, we are still unclear of the severity of such uh, impact that it will have on our country. Okay, on to our last question, and that is, uh, will this desertification pose a problem for all social classes or just the working class? Yes, definitely. The, um, the drought will pose a problem for all social classes, um, not just the working class. The consequences of the drought um, will, affect, uh, will affect all these classes, both directly and indirectly, um, especially farmers in particular, the people who raise animals, people working in the food and water sector, um, they'll be affected the most by this um, desertification and this drought. These people, they tend to be at the lower end of the people that tend to be at the lower end of the social class. Um, therefore, do not have the financial means to subsidize for the damages of the drought. Um, and as a result, they will be uh, affected as well. So yes, uh, everyone, all social classes will be affected. Well, thank you, Dr. Raudhadridi, for taking part of this podcast. I hope that anyone listening to this will realize the threat that desertification poses to our home country of Tunisia and all of the world. The economic impacts will be disastrous if we let this desertification take its toll on agriculture and water. I hope that this podcast has helped raise awareness about this topic that many Tunisians seem to not take so seriously, as it is a very long and slow process. But the fact is, we are already being greatly impacted by desertification. It is up to the future generations and the youth to act upon this issue and implement the strategies that our guest speaker mentioned, or it will have a serious effect on Tunisia in the coming years. Thank you for listening.